Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to the Occult Rejects. In today's episode, I am uh, lucky enough to have on Simon. Uh, he had contacted me probably, we've been going on for a conversation for a while now. My apologies. But uh, he had contacted me probably about, uh, I'd say probably almost two months ago. And uh, he had come across the uh, channel, and uh, I guess he's a listener. And he had hit me up um, asking me if I'd be interested in having him come on and cover some of the research he's been doing. And one of the big things that he is into that he has told me is hermeticism. And I am uh, very intrigued on that. And I said that is a perfect topic for this show. So uh, today I have Simon from the Library of Gnosis. Thank you so much, Simon especially with the whole weird hour change you're in another country i'm over here i appreciate you working around the schedule uh let everybody know i mean i already told them you're simon but let everybody know what your deal is and like you know where they can find your stuff and like you know what what you're into so people can go check my pleasure yeah you can find my stuff at the library of gnosis i'm into the esoteric the occult alchemy i do some economics and some science oh, really? to yeah yeah indeed oh wow okay and where so, are you located again i'm from sweden yes Northern yeah. sweden yeah just letting everybody know that i, I got representing you know, there you go there you go i think you are the <laughs> uh, first person from sweden i've had on so yeah. oh really <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> no pressure <laughs> yeah no pressure at all um so yeah, uh, you do have a YouTube. You have the YouTube, the Library of Gnosis. I do have your link in the bottom for that as well. If people want to go check his stuff out, he's got a bunch of videos out, and uh, I definitely suggest to go check out his channel. Um, real quick, if you don't mind me asking, before we get into it, what was it that? Uh, how did you end up even getting into this stuff? How did you even get into hermeticism? What was it that like piqued your interest? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, can I, the drugs work? psychedelics <laughs> you know i have heard of a lot of people actually say stuff like that that like yeah psychedelics and drugs kind of open them up to getting into weirder stuff yeah i'd say so a lot of psychedelics i'm kind of a psychonaut oh so i don't okay. cover that on my channel ever i like i try and keep it professional but i don't want to hide things Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Well, if you went into it too much, I you know, actually, I don't even know how YouTube is with that stuff, but you might be better off not actually yeah. talking about that stuff too, uh, too detailed. <laughs> on that. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, psychedelics got you into hermeticism. There you go. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. So I guess wherever you want to get going, I know you also do have I, I don't want to spoil it now, but I'm just going to say it anyway. I do think you also said you wanted to try to kind of point out similarities between Toth, Tahuti, whatever people call him, and Jesus. And I actually found that extremely interesting, especially, honestly, especially with the stuff that I've been covering on the occult rejects, you know, with like Toth, I can see like the, uh, the hero's journey, especially on the yeah. tree of life, where I think where you can follow Toth. So, I mean, I could easily see how Jesus had his own hero's journey. So I'm definitely interested on hearing this. So wherever you want to begin, I guess this is up to you. Yeah. Let's start with as above. So below, I'm sure oh. you've heard of it. Everybody's heard of it. Yeah. It comes from the Emerald tablet of Hermes, not to be confused with the Emerald tablet of Toth, 
which is channel material, actually. Um, Billy, have of course, you ever heard of, uh, have you ever heard of the um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, the uh, the law of one where they like thought they were yeah. channeling raw, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, All right. <laughs> no worries, no worries. So, Billy Carson uh, released his compendium of the Emerald Tablets. But yes. the funny thing is, he thinks it's the original Emerald Tablet. He doesn't know it's channel material. So he released the whole book not knowing that. And now he thinks he's... <laughs> I find that kind of hilarious. I, you know, and I, I don't really know much about that guy at all. But, I mean, the thing that I do find funny, though, it's just like you see this happen to a lot like with a lot of shows they will find something that's like old news among conspiracy theorists and then like just start talking about it again and it's like somehow all of a sudden they get popular it's like this isn't like i don't know i feel like the guy got big off of something that like most conspiracy theorists and occultists were like yeah and <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't know i hate to sound like a dick it's just weird but go ahead yeah so um, hermeticism is kind of similar to Gnosticism in a lot of ways. Mm. Gnosticism, where we get the word gnosis, which is personal knowledge of the divine. And that's that both her hermeticists and Gnostics use gnosis as a, as a term of direct knowledge of the divine instead of using dogmatic like churches and stuff. Mm -hmm. So... It kind of ties into psychonautics, you know. I could see even with gnosis, like even the word hermeticism, depending on how you want to play off of it, like a hermetic engine, it's sealed. You know, it's like a sealed engine. So I can yeah. even see like, you know, the sealed knowledge. You got to figure out like the knowledge that's hidden or sealed. from. So I can see gnosis yeah. and going along like that. Yeah. So alchemy is very important in hermeticism. Yes. It, 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 one name for alchemy was actually the hermetic art. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, it very know. much ties in astrology and alchemy. And I would say mathematics, too, in a sense. Uh, I'm well, not going to get into squaring the circle quite yet. Okay, well, I was going to say, I think mathematics, like, you could apply that. To like almost everything, really, in a yeah. sense. Like, yeah, I, like I think I had somebody on my show one time said that they thought like it was just that math is a way of just like measuring the energy that like you're experiencing or the, the frequency. So, you know, math is, you know, I guess a uh, non denoting It's a commonality, in my opinion. It's like the yeah. threat that runs among everything. So I would I would call the uh, hermeticism, the science of the metaphysical, it, uh, it it applies that that it's believed that you can be philosophically comprehend God through reasoning. Yes. Yeah, and, and what separates hermeticism from Gnosticism is that Gnostics think this is a, a fallen world, uh, a trap for your soul while the hermeticists see the the world the universe as a beautiful creation made in god's image 
So that kind of separates them. They're they're very similar in a lot of ways, but that separates them. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's actually a good way to put it because a lot of Gnostics will, I mean, I, I even sometimes almost kind of say it myself. Like, you know, I question, is this actually hell to begin with? So I could see like kind of like some planet. Yeah, they tend to think more of that. And I think yeah, what you said, Hermeticism is like, oh, this is like the beauty and creation of God. So that's actually a very interesting uh, difference. I never really thought of that. Yeah. So uh, to get into my uh, main argument about Hermes, Toth, Quetzalcoatl, whatever, whatever name you want to use. We need to get into the Prisca Theologia. Have you heard that term? No, no. It it, uh, it translates as ancient theology, and it's it's one of the I know the Rosicrucians uh, use it. It's the idea that all religions sprung from one primordial source of, uh, of wisdom of true theology. So every other religion are just offshoots of the, the one true yes. religion. And for instance, in the Bible, we have the Elohim, which is commonly mistranslated as God, but it's actually mm -hmm. a plural, meaning gods. We, we made yes. man in our image, in our likeness. You know, something I want to ask you, I, I I have seen, it seems to be a thing that I don't know if it's changed or people's opinion or what, and maybe I can just get your opinion on it as well. Um, when it comes to, uh, like, like you just said, it means gods. From my opinion, from things that I have seen and knowing a little bit, I guess, about Hebrew from occultism and magic. Um, it does seem to appear to be a plural in a male and female sense. It's almost like a mixture of two words. Now I've seen people refute, you know, disagree with that and say that's wrong now. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, not actually. I just know that L is God singular. And I yes. think that's a male pronoun. Yeah, and I like the father. Mm-hmm. I'm almost pretty sure that like that word really is constructed of like a male and a female. I could be wrong though. Sure, sure, sure. I can imagine it. I'm, I, I think there are female gods, there are goddesses, and there are gods. Uh, that's my uh, personal religion, I would say. So, you wanna you wanna start with Toth then? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's go with Toth. It's my boy. Um. So, Miss <laughs> suggests that. Toth is actually the creator deity. And it says in the Egyptian mythology that he created himself through the power of language. And you've heard of, have you heard of the logos? Yes, I have. Yes. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So that's the thing that connects Toth to Jesus or God. He was also known as the, the voice of Ra. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say... Um, I mean, that's almost like a messenger in itself, too. I mean, he's also considered a messenger, so I can see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Jesus is considered a messenger, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one Enoch, Book of Parables, presents two figures, the Son of Man and Enoch. 
First, these characters seem like separate entities. Uh, Enoch views the Son of Man and throne in heaven. Later, they prove to be one and the same. So I'm connecting Enoch too as Hermes or Toth, a reincarnation of him. And Enoch was one of the few characters in the Bible to enter heaven alive. He was turned into the angel of Metatron. Yeah. Metatron's like, uh, even in the Kabbalah, that's like the last thing before God, kind of. Like, that's. It is? I'm not too familiar with Kabbalah. Yeah, well, in the, in Kether, in Kether, there's like four levels to each sphere, and like the second to top one before you get to God would be Metatron. So. There, you, there we go. Well, there we go. Real quick, I wanted to ask you something you uh, just forgot what you said earlier. Um, were you also saying you thought like Toth could be associated with the Elohim as well? Yes, he's one of the Elohim. See, because I can see that sense because like according to like Toth's story, like, I, you know, I could be wrong. But as far as I know, like he claims or the stories of he was there to watch the existence of the universe come to being. And he was there with his little, you know, his little pen and paper naming everything. This is this. That is that. This is this. That is that. That's Describe a gods. Yes. Like even in uh, oh, God, American gods. I don't know if you saw that when they went to go see Toth, he was sitting there naming everything. Oh, you're cabbage. You're this. You're that. So it's almost like I could see like when you're doing that, are you creating things in your likeness? You're the one who's actually technically creating it in a sense. Interesting. Adam was tasked to name all the animals. That's an interesting connection. Oh. I can't remember where that's from. It's from some texts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and for those, now we've covered hermeticism. For those who want to uh, delve further into researching hermeticism, I recommend the Corpus Hermeticum, the Asclepius, and of course the Emerald Tablet. Then we have a, the the newer Hermeticism, like Neo Hermeticism, I would call it, not the original text. Is the Hermetica and the Emerald Tablets of Toth, the the channel material. I would say is a pretty good place to start. Or the Cabalion, of course. That's uh, oh, have you read yeah. it? Yo, I think that is an amazing, like, 90-page book. I think everybody should have that book and read it. Yeah. I mean, for such a small book, there is a lot in there. You know, I, I think it's, it's a must-read, I think, if you're into this type of stuff. <laughs> you know, I think even applying those principles just, in, like, in a mundane way, you'd be a happier, more scented person. Okay. Uh, so, one of Jesus' title was the Good Shepherd. Uh, the Good Shepherd lays down his life for the flock and so on. And that also so happens to be one of Hermes' titles. Hermes Kreoporos, which means the ram bearer. So, he's literally saying in the Bible, I am the Good Shepherd. Hermes. Hmm. Um, another interesting connection with Hermes, I think, uh, like Hermes is a reincarnation of Toth or just the same character with a different name. It's 
Yes, no, I that's where we get totally agree. That's where we get Hermes Trismegistus. Uh, the tri Trismegistus is Trite's greatest, and that was one of the titles for Toth. Yes, and then they just connected it with Hermes, Hermes Trismegistus. Uh, one interesting connection is that, oh, you know, real uh, quick, I also, you know, you did mention before, like, um, you know, the sheeps or shepherds. I mean, I know they don't look the same, but if you think about it, like Hermes has a staff, he has a caduceus, you know, you, you have other biblical figures with staffs in their hands as well. That yeah. reminds us of his role as a healer, the caduceus. Oh, you know. It, you can, and I'm sorry, I'm like totally interrupting you, but I'm sure this stuff all goes <laughs> No, go ahead. Uh, and I've mentioned it plenty of plenty of times, and I really think people like you just really should watch it. Uh, I think it's called like the Art of the Dark Ages or something, and it was done by Timeline. And they end up going back, like they try showing the Art of the Dark Ages, and they're like, was it really that dark where there was so much spiritual stuff being made? And they uh, do focus on like the three Abrahamic religions. And when they follow, you know, focus on Jesus. I mean, they even do point out like in some old art, like, I mean, they have art of him, like with a looks like a magic wand in his hand, like touching people and healing them. Like, pff, you're good. So it's like, you know, <laughs> even, even in, in architecture, Jesus has been depicted with some sort of staff in his hand, healing people. So, I mean, again, with yeah, this wooded sure. staff, you know, it's just, you do see that a lot throughout many different religions and stories. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the, on the mountain, so the son of man must be lifted up. That's another connection. That's, uh, it gets me into the, the Garden of Eden. Do you think the story of Moses lifting up the snake is literal? Or do you think that's actually like a very deep encoded story? Both, maybe. No, I think it's encoded. I think everything. I, you know, I, I, I think very little, literally. Oh yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I do think it probably definitely means something. But I had someone on my show mention, and I would love to take the credit. Um, <laughs> they said, and I was like, you know what? I never thought about that. Now there is tons of people isn't there like millions maybe there's a ridiculous amount of people there supposedly you mean to tell me the person all the way in the back of that crowd is going to be able to see that snake in moses's hand you would need like a billboard <laughs> you would need a billboard <laughs> they're like how the fuck were you even going to see moses from there <laughs> i was like because i mean if you're i mean you know how uh, that many people i mean you're that's a that's a distance you know, the <laughs> binoculars. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't yes, think those were invented yeah. yet. Uh, I don't know. So, you know, I, I did start to wonder, like, you know, could that just be like metaphorical? But continue on my bed. Yeah, I think a lot is metaphorical and yeah. allegorical and mathematical, even, I would say. Yeah. So, the serpent, let's get to that. The serpent in the Garden of Eden who elevated, I would say, the serpent elevated the consciousness of, of humanity. They could see good and evil. It's like a higher state of consciousness. And this is the link I found so interesting. In alchemy, the, the serpent represents mercury. It's a symbol for use for mercury. 
the Roman counterpart to Hermes. So, oh, so there's a tie in there, the symbolism. You know, it's this is even tying into, um, I, you know, I, I just finished a three part series on the eyes for occult symbolism. And I'm more than likely probably going to be doing like an addendum to a fourth part because there was stuff in the eyes that when we originally started covering it, we weren't actually looking at. And just by chance, I happened to like, I wanted to start running numbers on parts of the eyes. So like I started Googling instead of going through the notes just to look for parts. So I didn't have to go through everything. I was like, Oh, there, you know, and I saw something like the Zonules of Zen. And I was like, yo, what the hell is that? I didn't even hear of that. And um, they do it. There are things that attach to your lens in your eye. It will actually can like will control your pupil and like make it get bigger or smaller, depending on if it's making the lens thinner or thicker. But like it comes out and attaches just like a it looks like a serpent's tongue, how it splits at the end. It attaches like that. And then the small little stick comes back. And that's what's in charge of lowering and raising your lens making your pupil big or small and you're like talking about like the snake and the goods the sight of good and evil the knowledge of good and evil talking about raising and lifting your lens and looking at different ways of seeing and the snake tongue it just sounds like you know and and there was a lot of hermes popping up with parts of the eye and weird stuff when i covered it so i mean to me like this really is like now thinking about the snake tongues from the caduces, you know, and looking He's how they look like the by touching them. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, like there's so much stuff that I missed that like I we, we're actually gonna do a you know one more episode because of that. But this is really like what you're saying is like and just reaffirming to me that I think I might ever actually be onto something with that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. So uh Hermes was of course the master of rhetoric and jesus as well was a master of rhetoric that's one one other thing that connects them and jesus was born of a heavenly father and an earthly mother and we find the same with zeus and maya was the name of uh, hermes mother maya maria there's one letter difference mm. Sorry, I was typing in the chat. Sometimes I get confused. <laughs> That's why sometimes I try not to even really pay attention to it because I can get lost. My bad. Yeah, right, you can go. I can go. Uh, Hermes is the god of balance as well and of liminality between merchants and customer, for example. And this this particular property of him makes him a transcendent god because he have you heard of squaring the circle yes 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 so so though for those who don't know it's it's the task of uh making a circle with the same area as a given square or vice versa but it's an impossible task to do because to calculate the area of a circle you use the radius squared times pi, but pi is a transcendental number, meaning that it's it, it never ends. It's three point one four 
blah, 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 blah. It never ends. So you'll never get a perfect uh, number. You will always get on an odd number, you know? Mm -hmm. So it makes the task impossible. And have you ever thought that's, that's what the compass and square is with the masons? I mean, that would be... Yeah, I have, I have. Uh, that, that's what, that is what it is. I've even, uh, oh, I was telling somebody how I, uh, you know, the whole circle on the square thing. Um, there's this guy, Tricky, that I used to listen to back in the day, and he has a song. Uh, and I, I truly do. I mean, if you watch the video and listen to the song, you obviously think something's weird about it. But it's called uh, Hell is Round the Corner. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, how much of a playoff words where, like, it's hell is the circle, not the square. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, hell is rounding the corners you know what i'm saying maybe we're supposed to have corners maybe it's not supposed to be round. i don't know you know i would say like in, in the beginning in genesis the first line of the bible uh, i think it's in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth that's in the beginning god created the heavens circle and the earth square so you find mathematics encoded there in the Bible. Yes. Oh, for sure. I totally agree with that. So I find, have you heard of Abraxas? Yes. Yes, I have. Yes. So I find Hermes and Abraxas very similar. I think, oh, yeah. I think yeah, God of liminality, God of balance, being able to to decide between chaos and order and integrate them harmoniously to, to the opposites, the square and the circle. Well, you know, that's interesting because even where Toth is on the tree of life, he would fall on Hode. And the symbol is a hermaphrodite. And like even sometimes depending on like whose book or whatever you're looking at, sometimes they even almost make it look like Toth's got like, you know, tits. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, you'll see them actually like kind of like mixing male and female and making Toth look like that instead. And uh, so, I mean, like even you saying the balance and all that stuff, I could, you know, tech going by Kabbalah, it does look to seem to be an area where you do have both energies mixed together. You know? Yes. And Enoch or Metatron was said to be the closest soul to God, which is an interesting, I mean. Yes. If I would if I would just tell you like who's the closest soul to God, you would say Oh Jesus, most people would probably say that right away. Yeah, right. Right. So that's another connection there with Metatron. Mm-hmm. I oh, think yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I mean, on again going back to Kabbalah which, you know, I think kind of does go hand in hand with hermeticism. Um, you know, on the sphere underneath, like if you were to go down the middle pillar, you would have um, Kether and then, you know, Metatron would fit on there too. But like the next sphere down, going down the middle would be the sun and that's where Jesus fits anyway. He would fit there. So, I mean, technically, if you want to start looking at, you know, pets and on the tree, I mean, they're both the next thing kind of to God regardless in the sense. What's the closest planet to the sun? Uh oh, uh, Venus, right? Mercury. Oh no, why was I thinking Venus? Yeah. 
Mercury. <laughs> it's as above, so below. Oh, that's great. Am I blowing your mind yet? <laughs> you know, yeah, that, yeah, that one was good. That one was good. You know, you know, and I've said this plenty of times before. I don't know if maybe you see it, but I watch stuff on planets, not because I actually believe what they're telling me that there's still these planets out there. Is I actually think there's layered occultism in what they're saying about the planets. You know, I think that if you start be. looking at numbers and math and stories, you know, or like how many moons that has and like you think of like kids or whatever, it's just you almost start seeing like commonalities if you just like kind of take the facts, you know. But that's interesting. Yeah, first one to the sun. And, yeah. and uh, like we were mentioning, the uh what what side which side of the Kabbalistic tree of life is mercury on it's female right yeah it's it is female. yes 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 yeah. but he's always depicted as male mm-hmm that's another thing that I always thought was weird and then on the male side on that same part of the tree you have a chick you know what I'm saying and there and we go. I, yes and what I think the problem is honestly it's it's I think it's showing you that like like the ghostbusters <laughs> was saying you're not supposed to cross the streams. You know, I think like streams or energy is getting crossed and mixed when it's not meant to be. And then this is like the byproduct of it in a sense. And, you know, and plenty of other levels and layers, but something in that effect. Yeah, I would say Hermes is the S silver lining of the yin and yang. He encompasses both yin and yang. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting with the yes. Yeah. Um, so this is a bit above my head to go into, but the pyramid it squares the circle. Uh, if you calculate uh, how it's built, and the the squaring the circle is in, uh, encompasses in the the architecture. Oh, I didn't and know that. yeah, yeah. So in the Emerald Tablet of Toth, now I, I for a long time thought the Emerald Tablet of Toth was the original Emerald Tablet, but it's not. It's it's channeled, of course. But in it, it mentions that uh, Bill did I the Great Pyramid uh, patterned after Earth Force. So it, it it like ties in the building of the pyramids with Toth. Oh. And uh, you have three pyramids which mirror the stores of Orion. You heard of that, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, that I know, yes. That's, uh, and what, what, who visited uh, Jesus when he was born? Three kings, three wise men. Oh, yeah, and then you have the th thrice great, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I don't think a lot of people even know too is like Toth was also the one like when you know uh, Isis brought Osiris back to death. It was Toth that gave her the supposed magic spell to do it. You know, yeah. so I mean, this guy's like, involved in a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I would say like uh, he feels like the the character with God mode on. He he's like the storyteller of the universe. Who just pops in from time to time to like steer things right so everything is on track, you know? Yeah. So we don't yeah. mess things up too badly. 
That's, yeah, even in Good Omens, uh, it's a show on I think Amazon Prime. Um, there is a uh, an angel and a demon that are here, and the angel is named Israfel, and that is just like you know, like a, a different version of saying you know uh, Tohuti or Toth, you know, and and his job was to kind of like look over and like kind of make sure we don't screw up too much. You know, and I was like, it's, it's again, I was like, it's funny how they say Israfel and probably most people would have no idea that that would translate over to Toth or to Hootie. And then and then the demon's name is Crowley. So, I mean, it's just like, yo, this is so fucking obvious to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Toth is an animatic figure. The funny thing is that the demon actually has more sense and more care for the fucking humans. It makes zero sense. Because, hmm. like, like the, the, the show's basically based on how, um, like, the Antichrist is here. And, uh, really? yeah. And you like, almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, that the Antichrist is here and the, um, and, and, and like heaven is like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, right. You know, everything's going the way it's supposed to go. Just let it happen. This and that. And, you know, hell's all excited. Oh, you know, here comes our day, blah, blah, blah. And Crowley's like, but yo, like, what the fuck? No, why? He's like, I forgot. I think he even said he's like, what did the whales do? Like, we have to kill like almost everything. He's like, what did the kids do? You know, he's like sitting there and he's like, this makes no sense. We're killing people that haven't done anything wrong yet. And, and, and the angel's like, well, it's just what we're told to do. That's what we're supposed to do. And eventually, like, <laughs> Crowley gets the angel to, like, somehow, like, try to turn the Antichrist into a good kid that doesn't end the world. And it's just, like, so weird. But it's just, like, wild how, like, <laughs> who's, supposed to be, yeah, who's supposed to be the demon is actually the one who, like, makes sense. You know, and it's like every time the angel tries to help somebody, it like ends up resulting in like death or like, you know, like an evolution of mankind in a bad way. It's just like so funny. It's just like this is so ass backwards, you know, technically. You know. The um, demon comes from the word daemon, which is just a general name for a spirit. So it's, it could be it could be both good or bad. But mm. the, the Bible, the, the Christianity has taken that term demon and ran with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like you, you could talk about that probably for hours about that word and what it really means, where it comes from, this and that. I mean, that's not even something I've even really. I mean, I've thought about touching on it, but it's just like so many different opinions and it could be so controversial. It's like whatever if you want to think, whatever that word means, you go go for it. <laughs> whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So back to sorry, I'm like keep taking you off. It's just you say a lot of things that make me think of other stuff. So no, that's great. It's supposed to be a conversation, not just yeah, me great. ranting for yeah. for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what else do you got then? Um, I think that's about it. Just, I mean, I we can talk about something else, but uh, I think the the my notes are uh. Are finished at least. I went yes, through the. Gotcha. Yeah, I've got well, one more. All right, yeah, yeah. Name one more, and then like maybe just we'll run down them like again, like just real quick, so I can you know because I think there was actually 
there was a lot of examples. It's just I think between me bouncing back and forth, you know, we might have gotten lost of them. But there was actually a decent amount that you brought up that does tie like coincidence, you know, things to Jesus, in my opinion, for sure. Yeah. So what's what's the so, other one? The other one. Who who was Jesus crucified next to? Uh there's two thieves, right? Who's Hermes is the god of thieves. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. He's also can be a trickster. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's the duality of him, you know. You know what's funny? That does come up a lot in a lot. I think I could be wrong, but like I think even like qualities like that pop up in the Goetia. Like when you if you want to start using demons, like some of them are thieves, or some of them can like steal jewels and riches. And I do find it interesting how it's like, you know, it's you like just... ravens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ravens. Um, so this this gets me into another. You know Odin from Norse mythology? Yes. Dias Mercury, they called him the Romans. They think he was Mercury. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The king of the gods. And he had two ravens. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's interesting. And yeah. well, another yeah. interesting thing. Is so I guess like having like black ravens or like a black bird, you could be like using that as like symbolism for that, correct? Yeah. Thieves. Yeah, because there's... <laughs> oh, man, that just works in so many different ways now. Fuck. <laughs> oh no there's just somebody who i thought in my opinion was very like associated with the oto and they have a blackbird on their f whatever and i think they're a thief so <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> all right uh, um so real quick though i do want to try to just backtrack a little bit so we did have there was like the whole thing with like even metatron and uh and like Toth, and uh, you mentioned like Jesus. Now, the sun, I thought the sun was an interesting one. How Mercury is the closest one to the sun. Uh, you said Enoch as well, correct? Yes, Enoch. Yeah, and what was I yeah. think you had like, at least two or three other things? You don't have to get into it, just like what was the comparison again? Uh, one of um, Jesus's uh, Enoch's titles of Metatron. Is the lesser Yahweh? Gotcha. I check. I'll check my notes. See if uh, Master of Rhetoric, Messenger of the Gods, Cadesius, Healer. Yeah, his yeah, role yeah, is a yeah. healer. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, that that was another one that I was trying to remember. Yeah, the the healing and the messaging. I think is like, I mean, those are like really spot on in my opinion too. I mean, Tuhudi or Toth. I've also seen connected to Raphael. And most no, people, Michael. Well, I've seen I've seen Raphael also because he heals. He has been okay. known to. He right. had an ointment, and he does also carry a caduceus with him. You know, so I, oh, I really? have seen. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, see, now this is when it can get confusing because sometimes with, and I think it is different. If you want to get into Kabbalistic, you start matching gods on the tree Kabbalistically. I think it is slightly different than if you want to stick to like planetary without the Kabbalah. So like, I think it is uh, Michael and uh, Toth that you will see like 
switches or things where it doesn't make sense. But uh, yeah, um, I think he was known to having yeah, Michael. The and he Michael did is have, the god of Mercury. Yeah. Or angel of Mercury, I mean. And I think Israfel, uh, not sorry, Israfel. Raphael. Uh, Raphael would be more with the sun, I think. Yeah. Because healing properties. But then again, I mean, then that again could the son of God. I mean, so like if, if really anything, it's just bringing more validity to what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I have seen him associated with healing. I think like so there was something in the Bible. I think it was a small part where he might have had like like something of some ointment of some healing ointment on him or whatever after the flood or some shit like that. So he can be associated with healing as well. So I could see that with, uh, you know, Jesus and Toth by making a connection with Toth and, uh, and um, Raphael. You know, same thing with Jesus healing people. To me, it looks like a magic wand. If you were to go look at this art, you know, this uh, architecture and the sculptures um, messaging. I mean, that's all he was doing was going around giving people messages. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, Toth is actually a moon god, which gets just interesting. The, the moon reflects the sun's light. I think Toth is like a stepping stone into, into the sun, you know. He's like see, the way. I am the way, the life, the truth, and the, you know. See, that's what it, it I, I think. And that's why I say like Toth in the hero's journey and Jesus in the hero's journey. Um, I, I do think that Toth and Jesus are just like kind of one stage and a name for what that energy is doing at that time. And like this long arc. So like you could have like Toth, Hermes, Raphael. They could be the same thing, just maybe different stages in that that timeline or in the travel up the tree or down the tree. And I think like the same thing with Jesus fits in. So like that's why I do think a lot of these things match because it just like depends on like what personality that we're giving this energy or well, personification does this you know entity have now. But I do think it's all kind of like strung along one long story. You know, I think in Jesus and Toth fit into that. You know, going from, like I said, the eighth sphere, you go from the eighth sphere, which is Toth, then you go to the sixth sphere. This is my opinion of the travel. The sixth sphere, which now Jesus would fit there. And then you go to the fourth sphere, which like Jupiter and other gods would go there. And then the second sphere. But I, I think like you're seeing that whole arc. You know, it's really the same thing. It's just a different story going along with it. You know, and then um, I think you did the same thing with the feminine energy coming down the other way. I think that's like kind of like what goes along and helps create the manifestation of the universe. So Toth travels with uh, Ma'at on the sunborge each night to that, mm. that. That to me represents Ra, the son, the father, Toth, the son, and Ma'at, the female principle, the Holy Spirit. Mm hmm. Yeah, when I the reason why I even started going off about that whole long thing with with uh, Toth too is that like even in I'll use seven 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 Crowley's seven seven seven, which I mean it's pretty much on point with like a lot of other things. Uh, you, they will have Toth down as a moon god as well. Yeah. So he's I mean he's associated. That's the whole thing. This dude pops up all over the place. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's not just one more than one. You know, he's not just in one spot. I mean, he, he's he's traveling. 
You know, he's making moves. He's like, he's like the Joker in a playing cards. You know. Mm. You, you play know, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the Joker. I like it. He's a clown. Uh, he's a fool. He could play the fool whenever he wants. Um, yeah. You know, we were saying before even about the, uh, you know, with with Toth and like we were talking about the snakes. Um, you know, that that was even making me think about like, you know, Hermes and the snake. Um, but like the lens. Now, my opinion, the lens, this is just me, could possibly be. I think that is Yusod. I think when it comes to the tree of life and the Kabbalah, um, that is like the machinery. It's considered the machinery of the universe. It is also an image maker. Now the lens is the one thing that actually is changing and moving with the Zonules is in that changes everything else. If you really think about it, that is the machine that's actually moving in your eye that will change your pupil and all the different water and stuff. Um, I could see Toth being associated with the lens in a sense, because again, like he would be the snake's tongue on the caduceus that's attached to the lens that's moving it. He's it's like he's constantly walking. There's energy constantly going across that. You know what I'm saying? It's going from the end, uh, the edge where the zonules are to the the lens. And then my opinion, then the energy shoots up the hyaloid canal and goes back into the optic nerve. You know, so like, again, there's that same arc you would even see on the tree in a sense going up that way because the hyaloid does bend in a sense. So I guess that whole long outdrawn thing is that like I could I could see how this is all just stages in a story or even stages in your eye of moving across parts in your eyeball. Yeah, we you have the eye of Horus and then you have the uh, I think it's the left eye is the eye of Toth. Yeah, yeah. there's a difference between the eyes, too. And you, mean, you even mentioned something like, again, if I'm talking about like walking across a path on your eye or walking across the inside of your eye, crows I could see making sense because that would go along with your pupil. You know, there is going to be a black part of your eye. It's just pure black, you know. So, and you know, and it depending if your lens is rising or lowering, just like a bird rises, you know, in fight or flight syndrome. You know, either your pupil's small or it's big. Fight or flight, you know. Birds, they fly. So I, I, I do think Toth flies. It could technically. I mean, he's a winged bird. You know, I, I even think <laughs> Toth, I, this is my opinion, I think Toth eventually goes into Horus in a sense. Like, I even think that yeah. he eventually goes into Horus. That's when he's, like, not so much of the statistical sense and he's in the fight mode. That would be horse. Yeah, he's like a he's like the the background character for the most part, but then mm -hmm. he can he can also take on the role of the hero. Yeah, yeah. Horus. Well, know. I mean, how does how does you know a lot of people become? I mean, I guess you know someone dying or whatever. But like, I mean, that's like the story now of how people come into to power. I mean, regardless if it's real or not, you know, you have to. You know, kind of like defeat the king and queen or take down what's in charge and like kind of like, you know, tell your story and show like, you know, you're a hero. You know, so it's like I even see how like that's even used nowadays to even like mind fuck people. I, I just got to say from one thing to another, I fucking hate the, the modern superhero movies. 
They're, they're uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yo, tired you know, of them. <clears throat> you know what I think? And I've even I've noticed it a lot with Marvel. If you look at Marvel from an occult aspect, it's actually like it's just gonna sound crazy, but it's actually like the good guys are the bad guys. If I really do think so myself. It's really with like like Thor's love and thunder. I think that guy was trying to get to Kether. He was at his holy guardian angel. You know, there was a lot of symbolism inside the the, the jail cell with the small child that's represented at Tiferet. You know, there was just a lot of stuff like even like when he got to that thing that he was at at the end, it was very much like a lot of holy guardian angel shit. You can ask it for a favor. And all those gods were trying to do was just stop him from getting there. So it was like it's almost as like if these all like the earthly things that are just trying to hold down the person's spirit to breaking out of the prison, you know, and coming closer I'm to sorry. God. Yeah, and I was like, and they have us fooled thinking they're like superheroes when actually it's like, no, you're actually fucking us. <laughs> That's how I looked at it. That's, uh, I mean, hermeticism is very hard uh, to present, you know, to because different texts say different things. Sometimes they're they're saying opposing things. But one thing in hermeticism is that you will be people will be reunited with God once they're dead, once they're dead. So it doesn't really have this form of uh, enlightenment. Like uh, it's all about after you die, you will be rewarded or punished. Yes. It's there's no Nirvana, like uh, blissful state here on earth. Or there might be, I I don't know. Satori maybe, but it's, it's not a main part of the hermetic doctrine more about preparing like this life is there to prepare for death the uh the afterlife and that's that's what the egyptians did a lot lot, you know yeah you know i thought that was like i mean i get it to an extent but like i did even think like when i saw um i mean it wasn't that great of a movie uh i think like you know i mean it was entertaining but story-wise uh it was the gods of egypt you know, the whole thing, Horus turns it around and it's like, instead of like how I guess Seth had it, yeah, how to like give up all your riches, which <laughs> again, if you start thinking of like certain parts in your eye being jewels and gems and all this like shit that even like Nuit talks about, if you're giving that up to go back into your optic nerve, I could see how maybe that does make sense to break out of here going through, you know, to cross the river of sticks. Which again, as I just think, is your zonules of Zin because they look like sticks, you know, or going across, you know, the river with Anubis. Um, it ends up changing to where what you do here, um, you know, basically the person who you are here will get you into heaven after you die. And I just kind of found it how it's like, you know, is that really even like a much better option? I don't know. I just felt it. It was very limiting, in a sense. It was almost like ass backwards. Like I don't know. You got to do good here to get to heaven, maybe while you're still alive, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Not waiting <laughs> till death. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like that was just like, I don't know. Well, I, uh, by that, Horus kind of changed and made that like the law. If we, if we go by the Bible, uh, Jesus entered heaven alive and Enoch. 
So, who knows? Maybe he can enter heaven alive. I think he can. I'm a, I I'm hope a so. Fan. I'm a, I'm a fan for that idea. I, I think you can, you know, get tastes of it. Um, real quick, I did see somebody throwing Gematria up in there. Oh, no, it's not 42. Somebody did mention 42 in Hermes, but I swear to God, there's something uh, that equals 42 in simple English that does tie back to a, uh, a Hermes, a Toth type thing. Oh, so I just, I just happened to see that. Holiest. Yeah. <laughs> somebody commented on that. I liked it. Oh, uh, maybe that's the uh, the whole donut thing in Twin Peaks. Maybe that's why David Lynch loves donuts and uh, black coffee. Maybe that's like Toth symbolism there, the holiest <laughs> donuts. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you very much. About, about anything. Say that again. About anything could be. About anything could be connected to Toth. It seems guys oh, look everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that is that is very true. Um, was there anything else you wanted to cover? I mean, it's it's not an hour, but it's close to it. And I mean, I, I think that was kind of I mean, if you have anything else, go for it. But if not, I think we could probably wrap it up there. I think that was actually a pretty, uh, pretty basic episode of just like, you know, Toth tying to Jesus, which I think there's plenty of Toth tying to a lot of characters. But Jesus is definitely <laughs> one of them. Well, I mentioned that uh, the Romans... Uh, thought uh, Odin connected to Mercury. And uh, I don't know when it was changed, but Sunday used to be the first day of the week. And that would make uh, Wednesday the fourth day of the week. Hump day is called. The fourth day is the day in the middle of the week. The balance point. Point of balance. Mm -hmm. Wednesday, Woden's Day, Woden's Day. Oh, okay. That's, so that's another connection. Yeah, I got to think about that. Uh, unfortunately, that kind of puts me on the spot. Yeah, I'd have to actually sit down and think about that. Like, thinking about, like, magical correspondences, if I was to switch that around, wondering if, you know, come up with anything interesting. I'll have to keep that in mind. Thank you. Um, yeah, you want to play this again here? sometime? Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you ever have like another topic you want to come on and we'll just bullshit about it real quick, for sure. I thought that was fun. That was great. Um, do you want to let everybody know about your uh, your YouTube? Now you don't have a podcast; you just have a YouTube, correct? I've got a podcast too. Oh, okay. All right. What's is that? What's the I, I, name I, of that? It's it's the Library of Gnosis. It's oh, okay. Same. So just all right, the same thing. All right. So after I the show, you, my. You got to send me. Your I link, upload right? my uh, my videos to uh, to Spotify. They have video yeah. now. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried doing that, and uh, but um, because of like the size of the files with mine, uh, instead of the show dropping at seven, it could end up like finally going through at like two o'clock. I don't know what the deal is. So I stopped doing that, and then there was times where they weren't dropping it at all. And then I was just like, whatever. But um, you so you also have uh, is Spotify the only podcast you want, or are you on like all the all the you know, Apple, Spotify, all those things? Uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on the most of them. Okay, all right. So you can yeah, find me on people... Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute. Um, oh. uh, I tried to uh, spread it out, you know, in all right, case yeah, I get taken down. You only gave me your YouTube, so if you want, you can give me more links after the episode, and I will add them into the live, and I'll add them into the show notes. 
when I drop this. Um, I'm probably going to drop this next weekend as like an extra episode. Um, cause I honestly, I have, I'd end up making you probably wait like six weeks and I don't want to do that. I have a bunch of episodes already done. Uh, so I'll drop it this weekend as like an extra one and, uh, I'll put in all those links. Cause if you have all those, I, I don't mind getting them from you, you know, cause like what you said, so I can go to your YouTube, but your rumble's still up and YouTube went down or, you know, this wasn't going to be good for YouTube. So you put it on rumble. I do that with bit So I'd prefer to have all your stuff for everybody to catch you, you know, all the places you have, uh, your stuff at perfect this has been yeah, great so, i'm really yeah, enjoyed talking with you yeah no no for sure and it was good uh finally you know to actually like yeah talk to you face to face after two months of emailing i'm so sorry about that we finally <laughs> made it happen uh we finally popped the cherry we got it over with and i'm sure i'll have uh, more conversations with you again uh so yeah that is simon from uh oh man what was the name of your thing again sorry i'm still Library of Gnosis. Yeah, Library of Gnosis. Shit. Yeah, Simon from Library of Gnosis. His YouTube is in the bottom now, and I will get up his other links later. Uh, again, thank you for that. Was a really good and interesting and fun discussion. Uh, the fans in the chat seem to like it. Thank you very much. We had a bunch of people in there uh, dropping this stuff. Uh, Currency Riddler, thank you very much for jumping in too. You always drop some like really interesting stuff and. Uh, I hope people check out what you're saying. Uh, yeah, and the rest of you is as well. You know, PK, why uh, Rock. I don't even know how to pronounce your name. Sorry. Napoleon. Jonah, as usual. Thank you. I saw Megan in there from Seven Degrees that we're doing the, the Tarot uh, series with. Check out her stuff. She's an amazing magician. Uh, and thank you again, Simon. Um, that is the, enough out of me. And that is the end of another Occult Rejects. And until the next one, everybody be well. Later.